0: be a pro with AC Pro.
1: And a very good Thursday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for wanting with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins win a big one at the Trop 7-1 to on Wednesday afternoon. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle
0: Seeloff. It was vintage Sandy Alcantara at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida this afternoon. Sandy Alcantara with his 11th career complete game. He was unbelievable against the Tampa Bay Rays here today for the second time in his career. And now with the 11 complete games, it was just the second one that he's ever got through in under 100 pitches. But a Maddox for Sandy Alcantara here at the TROP this afternoon. He was simply incredible. Marlins beat the Rays. They split this two-game series, and the Marlins convincingly and handled Tampa Bay 7-1, the final score this afternoon. This is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sackham, Kyle Seeloff, and Kelly. It'd be unfair not to start with Sandy Alcantara. We'll get to the offense in a moment. I don't know what more you can say, but he just looked like his 2022 Cy Young award-winning self here today.
2: It's a Sandy we've been looking for since april 4th which was the sandy alcantara's last and first complete game of this season and he was fantastic out here today we've heard skip say especially through the course of these last 10 11 games that it all starts with starting pitching and sandy took this one personal he went out there and he attacked from game one he has gotten ahead of all but seven of the 32 hitters that he faced here today he was right at them filling up the zone with his stuff and what impressed me I think most Kyle was what he was able to do in the third after that lead off double from Lowe which was a ball misplay by Brian Dela Cruz in left field and then the wild pitch that allowed him to advance to third and then the RBI single by Siri that in the past was a game that has gotten out of control for Sandy all of a sudden things have spiraled and then there goes that one big inning. But he was able to put a stop to it. And I think everything just continued to progress from there. He got Bethencourt to ground out into a double play, turned around and got Lau to ground out to John Birdie to complete the inning and then just continue to attack. So I think that is a really good sign for Sandy who has struggled with the beginning throughout the course of this entire year. So Sandy was fantastic. He was doing exactly what we'd seen from him in 2022. And when I stress on getting that first pitch strike. Hitters are hitting 457 against Sandy coming into this game when Sandy falls behind 0-1. 1-0, that is. When he gets ahead 0-1, they're hitting just 231. Sandy needs to challenge hitters. He needs to go at him. That's what he did today, and that's one of the many reasons why he succeeded.
0: Well, in the National League, Sandy Alcantara, the first of two complete games this season. Nathan Ovaldi, the former Marlin in the American League, has two. He's the only one with two on the junior circuit. But Sandy Alcantara, just unbelievable this season. I think, Kelly, moving forward, I mean, if they can get more of the same from Sandy Alcantara in the final two months of the season, I know it sounds a little silly to say, but it almost feels like a deadline acquisition. Not to say that they don't need to go continue to try to improve on every facet of the you know, the team or what have you, but you know, if they can get a different version of Sandy than the one we've seen already this season, I mean, it, it truly is like uh, it's a bit of a shot in the arm here at the deadline.
2: Absolutely. It's something that we've joked about. It's saying, hey, if Sandy can turn around the second half, it's like picking up a Cy Young Award winner at the deadline now. Marlins still have work to do they still need extra help as starting pitching but this would definitely boost the chances for the Marlins if we could count on Sandy every fifth day to go out there and you're thinking all right Sandy's on the mound that's a W especially the way that the team offensively so different from last year they just kind of find ways to win manufacture runs and and we do got to talk about that offense here today before we go.
0: Uh, Speaking of that offense yes indeed we do Probably go right to the bottom of the order today. Arise was two for four out of the leadoff spot. We could talk about him endlessly, but Yuli Gurriel was two for four down there towards the bottom of the order. John Birdie was two for three. Jacob Stallings with a multiple hit. And multiple RBI performance in the RBI department just the second time this season he's collected two or more RBIs in a game. Bottom of the order getting it done for Skip Schumacher here today.
2: And John Birdie, let's start there. He's really forced the hand of Skip Schumacher to find a way to get him in the game every single day. This was his 19th multi-hit game this season. He was intentionally walked for just the second time in his career. And he's been putting together such great at-bats and played some solid defense out there at third base as well. Did a nice job manning left field last night. As for Yuli Gurriel, what a pro. What a pro. He's a gold glover, two-time World Series champion. He knows what he's doing out there. Always impacts the game in a positive way. He had a couple hits here today, scored a couple runs. And Gary Hansen coming off the bench for the injured uh, Jesus Sanchez, who's hopefully feeling a little better with that neck stiffness. He's out
0: there right now yeah. talking with one of his former teammates, I think, which oh, is so, good to see.
2: Which is great to see after he came off uh, off the field, looked a little woozy. It was a, r- a real big scare after That diving play last night hit his head really hard, but Hampson came right in the game, got a single, a bunt single, scored a run in the fourth, then a triple, his first as a Marlin in the seventh. Great to be able to plug him in there, next man up type of mentality. And Luis Arise, just almost funny at this point. His 40th multi hit game this season, a couple of doubles, a walk in the ninth. He is. That guy's amazing.
0: Yeah, rise has been fantastic. It was a fantastic day for the Marlins, an early start, just 10 minutes after the hour at 12 o'clock just after high noon here at Tropicana Field this afternoon. Kelly, always fun to work with you, and uh, everybody will enjoy their day off tomorrow with another victory. So thanks for everything. We'll see you soon.
2: Can't wait, Kyle, and a happy flight
0: yes, for us Yes, indeed, a quick one, about 35 minutes west to east. Maybe we'll have a tailwind, drop it down to about 32. It's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game today, Eflin versus Alcantara, and the Marlins jumped out to an early lead in the second. There was a man at second base. That was Yuli Guriel. There were two outs, and John Birdie was at the plate. Now the 2-2 offering to Birdie as a line drive head towards the middle of the diamond into center field, the base knock. Guriel's going to score, and the Marlins are going to take a 1-0 lead here in the top of the second inning. And with two outs, the next man to bat was Jacob Stallings. 0-1 pitch as a rifle down the left field line. That's a fair ball for Jacob Stallings. Rolling into the corner. Birdies flying. He'll hit the bag at third. He'll get the windmill from Griffin Benedict. He'll score standing up. Back-to-back knocks for the Marlins with two outs here in the second. The Rays would strike right back in the bottom of the third, but uh, little did they know this is all they would get today. A leadoff double from Josh Lowe. The next man to bat was Jose Siri. Department, the 3-2 pitch. as a ground ball hit through the right side. It's a base knock for Jose Siri. Now it's a 2-1 ball game as Josh Lowe crosses the plate here in the third. And that was all the Rays would get today. 2-1 going to the top of the fourth inning, and the Marlins would get a whole lot more. They got back-to-back singles from Garrett Hampson and Yuli Gurriel. And after a sacrifice by Joey Wendell, put runners at second and third, the Arrays would then intentionally walk John Birdie. And that set the stage for Jacob Stallings with the bases loaded and one out in the fourth. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Stallings swings. It's a line drive left field. Base hit in front of a Rosarena. Hampson's going to score. Everybody's going to go base to base. It's another RBI for Jacob Stallings in the Marlins' lead 3-1 here in the fourth and threatening for a whole lot more. And with the bases loaded, still one out in the top of the fourth inning. The next man to bat was Dane Myers. Left field, a Rosarena's going back, looking up towards the rafters. Now he comes in, he makes the catch. Tagging from third is Gurriel. There won't be a throw to the plate. It's a sacrifice fly for Dane Myers. It's 4-1 to one, Miami. And to cap off a three-run, four-hit, top of the fourth inning for the Marlins, the next man was Louisa Rice. 0 one swung on, hit high and deep, right center field. Lowe is going back, still going back. It's off the track, over the wall. It's a ground rule double for Luisa Rice. That'll score John Birdie from second, and they're fortunate it was an automatic double because Stallings may have scored from first. It's an RBI double for Luisa Ryes, and the Marlins are opening things up here in the fourth. They lead 5-1. Tech Eflin went four innings this afternoon. It was Calvin Fauchet who came on for the Rays in a 5-1 game at the top of the fifth, and he was rather rudely greeted first pitch that he threw in this ballgame by Brian De La Cruz. Pitch to De La Cruz. as a rocket deep to left field. Forget about it. That thing is ten rows deep. De La Cruz, is 13th bomb of the season. He rudely greets Calvin Fauché here in the fifth. It's 6-1 Miami. And the Marlins were not done today. Fauché would work an inning in two-thirds. He would surrender another run with two outs in the sixth inning. There was a man at second. That was John Bernie, and Luis Arise was at the plate. And so here comes Luis Arise, collected his 100th career double at the top of the fourth. An RBI automatic double. Here's a line drive into center field. The base hit for Luis Arise. On the baseball is Siri. Comes up, firing towards the plate. A catch and a tag is not in time. Arise the second on the throw. The Marlins lead 7-1. And that would be plenty for the Marlins this afternoon because Sandy Alcantara was brilliant. After he allowed the run in the third, got a double play, went 1-2-3 in the fourth, allowed a one-out single that he worked around in the fifth. He retired the side in order in perfect fashion in the sixth. He worked around a one-out walk in the seventh. He was perfect in the eighth. We would go to the ninth today. It was a 7-1 Marlins lead. The leadoff man, Brandon Lau, collected a base knock. He was at first with nobody out. And then on just a couple of pitches, Franco and a Rosarena flew out to center field. There were two outs with a man on in the top, or the bottom of the ninth inning, rather, for Luke Raley, who rifled the ball into right field. So the Rays had runners on the corners with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. In the last hope for the Rays today, Alcantara working on a Maddox. He was trying to retire Isak Paredes quickly. It was Paredes who was at the plate. Marlins leading 7 1, bottom nine. The 0 1 pitch is a line drive hit to center field. Dane Myers is to his left. He's there to make the catch. It's a 97 pitch, complete game for Sandy Alcantara, his second one of the season. And the Marlins beat the Rays by a final score of seven to one vintage Sandy Alcantara at Tropicana Field this afternoon. A Maddox for Sandy. What a terrific performance here in St. Pete for Sandy Alcantara today. And that's the Sandy Alcantara Kelly that we know. Oh, what a terrific start by Sandy Alcantara and some uh, wonderful offense to boot for the Fish here today. Totals from this ballgame this afternoon. For the Marlins, seven runs, 11 hits, an error, six men left on base. And for the Tampa Bay Rays, a run, five hits, no errors, and four men left on base. Alcantara, the winning pitcher, now 4-9 this season. Eflin, the loser, he falls to 11-6. In tidy fashion, Alcantara disposed of the Rays in two hours and 13 minutes this afternoon in front of a big crowd of 20,971 here at Tropicana Field. With the victory, the Marlins are back to 7 over 500 at 55 and 48, with the loss the Rays 19 over at 62 and 43. Alcantara, unbelievable today. Nine innings, a run, five hits, a walk, seven strikeouts. A rise was two for four. Garrett Hampson was 2 for 4 off the bench. Julie Gurriel was 2 for 4. John Birdie was 2 for 3. Jacob Stallings was 2 for 4. 7 runs on 11 hits for the Marlins here today. For Sandy Alcantara, he punches out 7, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative, to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative.
1: Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down the listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 7-1 victory over the Rays.
3: Skip, I know it's nice to hear those cheers in the clubhouse, uh, just starting with Sandy. At what point could you tell that he was going to be dominant today?
4: Uh, I mean, you expect him to be dominant every every start, every outing. Um, kind of vintage Sandy right there. And I thought the, the two-seam change-up sequencing with the slider was really, really effective today. Really good job by Stahls uh, with the game plan. And um, when Sandy throws it where he wants to throw it, you see a lot more of that type of Sandy than um, you know maybe a couple months ago, and um, if we have that version of Sandy the second half, um, you know I like our
3: chances. How much do you feel like it helped to to just get some of those runs early on, and and even help maybe Sandy Sandy take some pressure off himself on the mound? I
4: think every pitcher wants runs, but I think Sandy's so committed and dialed in. It doesn't matter if you're um, you know 0-0 or for nothing. I think he's going to pitch the same way and on the attack, and it's just where he where he wants to throw it is the difference and again the sequencing is 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 what the game changer was for him
5: and with how aggressive the rays were him being able to get a lot of those outs one two three pitches and taking advantage of what they were giving him yeah they're
4: they're a really aggressive team we knew that going into the game uh into this series and uh he took advantage of it there's no doubt Uh, a lot of weak contact um especially early and some good plays behind him um, but I thought the, uh, again, the, on the attack and where he wants to throw it, it's not, not just strikes. It's like the quality of the strike, um, was, was the difference maker for me.
5: Uh, you guys mentioned after winning that game Sunday against Colorado, building a momentum to be able to get a series split here, especially after dropping the first one to get the split uh, before going back home.
4: Yeah. We faced some good pitchers today, uh, this series, uh, you know, after a quick turnaround as well, you know, getting kind of dominated yesterday by glass now, and then coming back really proud of our offense and how they came back. It felt like, uh, eight hours later, almost, uh, by the time he fell asleep and the first pitch was happening. So the, the way they came back and, um, you know, Ryan sent the tone, uh, John birdies just been unbelievable. Um, no matter where we put him in the lineup or on the field and, um, the way he runs the bases, um, Every at-bat is just a, it's a really solid at-bat. I thought Jacob Stallings was really good today um, at the plate. And, you know, when they walked birdie, you know, that's a big at-bat for him um, to come up and um, put together another quality at-bat. So yeah, there was uh, up and down the lineup. Um, Wendell getting the sack bunt down. It's just uh, a really good day overall.
3: This Does was the home? most, sorry, this was the most runs that Zach Eflin had given up at home this season. This is a place that he's been dominant, just collectively, maybe up and down the lineup. What did you like about the approach or maybe what was a little bit different today versus last night?
4: Well, Glass now was really good. <laughs> I mean, really good. <laughs> um, so that's a that's a big difference. Um, but Eflin's been excellent this year mm-hmm. as well. So, um, you know, we had a work cut out for us. I think just the gameplay. I think the, the, these guys are game planning the right way and going about it the right way. We just hit a little bit of a a funk lately, um, and the second half hasn't been great. They know it, but it's it's not because of lack of work or lack of game planning. Our, our hitting guys do a really good job of game planning, and um, and you know Hampson coming off the bench, and you know everybody's ready to play and they, they're ready to win and they want to win. Um, it starts, like I said it before, with starting pitching. Um, Sandy did that for us um, just like Cueto did the other day and Lozardo did and um, so I just feel like the starting pet pitching set the tone and then um, obviously you know some really good um, at bats up and down the lineup but I just thought that we played the game the right way um, some walks a good sack bun sacrifice fly um, good base running so I, I felt like we played baseball today.
5: <laughs> Jesus Sanchez uh, her neck tightness just and you any further running yeah, That's that.
4: exactly what it was. Neck tightness. I think uh, he felt good going into the de- uh, game today um, and then just kind of felt it running and hitting the bag. So, um, you know, hopefully he'll be okay on Friday. Do
3: you think that stemmed from the defensive play last night or, or is it something completely different? Yeah,
6: no, it's 100% from that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More than just the offense picking up, but the timely hitting, too, runners in support position. And you know that's been elusive for this team lately. How nice it was it to see that multiple times today?
4: Yeah. Um, it, couple big hits um again stallings a birdie uh, just uh, just up and down the lineup at the bottom of the order was really effective um and when you get length out of the lineup like that then you know you get you have a good chance and you know you're getting a rise up five times a game you know we're doing something right um so uh, de la cruz he you know, obviously you know nice uh, di- uh, homer um add-on run insurance runs but i think you know for the most part, for me, it was just the uh, the bottom of the order really coming through and and, and helping uh, build the lead for Sandy.
6: With Eflin, does it kind of help that he was you know with the, you know an NLEs guy, so have that familiarity with him? There wasn't too many guys with
4: a ton of at bats. Honestly, you know, I think Yuli had some at bats against him. Another, I didn't talk even about Yuli. I mean, he's just been awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, there wasn't a ton of at bats. Uh, you know, throughout, you know, I think Yuli might have had the most. I think Birdie maybe. Um, but uh he's a a little bit different pitcher also than you know he was in the bullpen a lot also last year so um but i think the the I didn't see him a ton uh Brandt didn't see him a ton um but I think he's been around a lot and um he's been a really good pitcher for a long time. This wasn't an easy assignment for our guys, that's for sure, especially here like I was just mentioned but um so i've just it's a really good day for us you know um say 500 on the road trip (laughs) so this was a 500 road trip and i'll take it
1: all right sandy alcantara pitched nine innings gave up five hits one run a classic vintage sandy
7: performance let's hear what he had to say after the game
5: well uh, sandy
1: how good did that feel
7: (laughs) what you want me to say great i mean i want to say thanks god for giving me hope in the game you know and Thank to my teammate to score room for me.
5: What specifically was working with your
7: pitches today? Everything, mm-hmm. everything since the first inning, you know, through the nine. So I think everything was good today.
5: Yeah. You went a lot more slider, change up than fastball. Was that by design or was that just because of how things were playing out as the game went on?
7: I mean, like I said outside, you know, was watching the game from the hotel last night. So I was watching everything they do it. So, and I think uh, they they've been a aggressive team, you know, try to to hit a fastball. You know, I just tried to a little bit my fastball you know, and try to lay in the game.
5: Yeah, you mentioned the aggressiveness. How much did that help knowing they were going to probably swing early? That could help you with your pitch count if you can get balls and play?
7: I feel happy when they swing early, you know, because I know what kind of 2 scene I have. You know, I think uh, just got to throw and try to, to get a double play.
3: Sandy, how much does it help? I mean, I know you're always on the attack, but how much does it help when you get some run support early on in the game? Maybe help you settle in on the mound
7: a little bit. I make you feel happy, you know, and get, you know, because, you know, they score room for you in the first inning, you know, so you just got to just get outside every, every inning, you know, and try to, to not let them score room for you, you know, to, to win the game.
5: With the way the season has gone for you, how important is it to build on this outing as you get through, go through the second half?
7: Ah, great, you know, I think because I need it. I mean, I threw my first complete game this year, you know, I think my, my second game uh, in the season, so I think I feel happy about it.
1: Jacob Stallings just caught 18 innings in 20 hours. He also went two for four. He caught uh, the complete game for Sandy Alcantara. I got a chance to catch up with him after the game. Let's hear what Jacob had to say after the game. All right, Kyle, thank you very much here with Jacob Stallings. You guys snap a 10 game road losing streak, but with Sandy today, what made him
6: so effective? Um, I mean, <laughs> he just threw the ball. I mean, he just executed really well. Um, I could tell before the game he was he was gonna this could be a really good day for him. He uh his energy was up. I mean it's a twelve ten game and you know everybody's kinda dragging and you know that's probably honestly the most upbeat I've ever seen him before a game and um I just I just knew he was gonna be good so he was he was he was outstanding. You just caught eighteen innings in twenty hours. How are you feeling? <laughs> I actually felt better today than I did last night, oddly enough. But uh no, I mean always feels good when you win, so. I'm feeling good, yeah. Two for four today. Uh, what? Did, how did you attack Eflin? Yeah, I mean, he he threw me a couple sinkers that I was able to get the barrel to. Um, you know, at first at bat, Birdie was on first, so he was being a little quicker to home, and um, you know, his stuff wasn't quite as hard on that one. And then bases loaded, I was just doing whatever I could to get some to the outfield. So um, guys, you know, Birdie had great at bats all day. Guys in front of me had great at bats, so put me in good spots and. Um, and, you know, Louis, obviously, you know, we feel like bottom of the order, whenever we get on base, good things happen. So, um, you know, it's just good to get on base. And Louis, Louis, a couple of big hits. And so it was good.
1: Great stuff, Jacob. I appreciate the time, man. Thank you very much. No problem. Thanks. All right, Kyle, back to you. All right, we are off today, but we are opening up a seven-game homestand, and it starts Friday night against the Detroit Tigers. It's a 6:40 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at
0: 6:10. As always, let's flip the M together, Miami. So Marlins radio network driven by Nation.